episode of Tea Time. I'm one of your hosts, Elizabeth Urban. I'm your other host, Sandra Sparza. And today we're going to be talking about, well, first we should go backtrack. What kind of inspired this episode is the new Batman movie that's been released this month, um, just entitled The Batman. Um, Sandra, I think you have pulled up how many Batman movies um, they've made. Yeah, they have made seven Batman movies um, altogether, um, yeah. which is crazy to me. The first one came out in, um, I think, 1989. To I could be wrong, but from what I'm reading online right now, that's what I'm seeing. And I don't know, just a lot of remakes. And I feel yeah. like they just keep getting longer. Yeah, and that's kind of what we're going to go into today is the idea of when is it too many? <laughs> when is it too much? When is, no. when is Marvel going to... How many more movies are they going to come out with? How many more remakes of each different category that they have because there's so many different ones from Spider-Man to Batman and mm-hmm. now I can't really talk about the new Batman movie because I haven't seen it I'm not I wouldn't say I'm like a huge superhero person in general um but Sandra's seen it what did you think wait no I didn't see it oh just kidding that's a <laughs> my oh, boyfriend saw it you, yeah that's my right. boyfriend, Your boyfriend saw it, saw it. Yeah, what, so and he was obsessed he, with he it. was yeah so he's big into those movies and he was really excited him and his friends went to go see mm-hmm. it and it was like like i said it was like a three-hour movie yeah for me personally i have really bad adhd i could not sit through it but he was he had raving reviews about it he really enjoyed it mm-hmm. but i think he did mention that he wouldn't mind if it would have been a little shorter like it didn't have to be as long as they made it it's like they dragged it out almost yeah um we've also had a so, obviously, you guys are watching this either on Vedette Radio or you're on the Vedette website. And if you haven't seen, <laughs> the Vedette has posted a review of the Batman movie, so you could check that out if you haven't seen it already. But just, in general, it's gotten, I feel like, a lot of mixed reviews in that sense, where mm-hmm. people either really love it or they're just, it's all right. Yeah. I haven't actually seen any being like it was unnecessary or it was bad. Mm-hmm. Just, like, because it was so long. I think it was two hours and 56 minutes. Like, that's kind of insane to yeah. me. Yeah. That's a very long movie. Um, let's see. I'm looking at the um, Rotten Tomatoes. Let's see what they gave it. That's usually where I go. They gave it an 85%, and the audience gave it an 88%. That's huge for Rotten Tomatoes. Not bad at all. Those are some really good reviews. I mean, there's some great actors and some great actresses in it. Oh, yeah. Like, and I think, honestly, if I were to see it, that's what I'd be seeing it for. Like, just to see those amazing actors all together. Yeah. like I Oh, it was two hours and 56 minutes. That was the runtime. Oh, time. 56. Sorry. <laughs> I think I said 58. But that's still crazy. <laughs> the box office earned $300 million. The whole movie industry is kind of insane to me. Like, yeah. I feel like, obviously this shouldn't take away from like the success of all the recent movies that's mm-hmm. happened, but I feel like I keep hearing that box office, box office records keep being broken. Yeah. I don't know. You can Somebody correct me if I'm wrong, obviously, but I've, I don't know. I personally feel like every time there's a new movie that's obviously a big movie, it's always like, oh, it's number one, it's number one, it's number one. It now bros the record. And I'm like, how how does it keep breaking the record, you know? Yeah, that's what I'm saying, because I feel like since, like, COVID-2, um, there has... I don't really go to the movies as mm-hmm. frequent as I used to pre-COVID, you know? Not that many people go to the movies, and to see that, like, they're breaking all these box offices and all these records it's like what like yeah. i don't even go to the movies and my friends don't go to the movies i watch everything at home <laughs> yeah i the last movie i went to go see in theaters i think was back in december or january uh, it was west side story mm. which actually didn't do very well at the theaters because they didn't advertise it very well but now it's on disney plus and i hope it's getting be- better more reviews i it was good i liked it it was um what's the word 
beautifully cinematically shot. It's yeah. a gorgeous film. Um, Seeing it on the big screen probably made a huge difference. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, I haven't watched it since, mm-hmm. so obviously yeah. can't really go into that regard. But going back to our original point, mm-hmm. um, the whole idea of what we're trying to talk about today is um, remakes. Yeah, um, just in general. I mean, I just mentioned Disney+. Plus. A lot of what Disney's been doing is remaking their old cartoon movies and making them into live-action movies. I which didn't notice that. I, mm, they're good. I think from the ones that I've seen, I've seen the live-action Lion King, and I've seen the live-action Aladdin, and I liked both of those. I thought they were good, but I don't know. I just, to an extent, it feels like a cash grab, you know, mm-hmm. because you know people are going to rewatch them because they like the originals. Yeah. And Definitely. I don't I get that when you're saying because everybody loves, like, classics. So, mm-hmm. like, to see remakes, like, and but, but in my opinion, I feel... They're, they're either really good or really bad. Exactly. There's yeah. no in-between. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel that way like, for a lot of this stuff. Um, going back to remakes and Marvel and just, like, that franchise, I was talking to Elizabeth how I saw the new Spider-Man, but I didn't see any of the other movies. Um, so my boyfriend before made me watch, like, a 30-minute YouTube video <laughs> recapping every single Spider-Man. And it was just a guy in, like, three times speed just talking about <laughs> how all the different Spider-Mans and going through every single one so fast. And I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is a lot of information. But honestly, I was very, very grateful that I did that because then the movie made so much more sense and literally made me cry at the end. So, I mean, Marvel do, mm. does make good movies. I can't not give them that. Yeah. And I know, like, again, like, that's kind of, like, my hesit Like, I... Okay. When I see a lot of these remakes, like they're like this new Batman movie, I know they've made what seven or eight now. Like mm-hmm. I know they've made a lot, to an extent. It feels like it could be for money, for views, for you know, like I said, like a cash grab, and that makes me hesitant towards it. As somebody who hasn't seen the other Batman movies though, or I've seen Dark Knight, but mm-hmm. like that's it. I haven't seen the other six or whatever. Yeah. So, <laughs> I just, I don't know. It's just like. It makes me hesitant, which is, like, a good thing, obviously. Like, you don't want to get your hopes up and then have them be crushed. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, it's just... You you kind of get what I'm trying to say. Yeah, like, no, it just kind of rubs me, me the wrong way a little bit. For me, personally, I can only watch, like, a movie and a sequel. If yeah. there's, like, three movies, I almost feel like they're pushing it. That's my opinion. I don't know. I love movies, but unless it's, like, a really, really good movie. Like, I understand these movies are really good, and there's huge Marvel fans, like... Mm-hmm. Shout out to Kelsey. She's a huge Marvel fan. <laughs> like, she knows what I'm talking about. Um, but, yeah, like, they, they have this huge fan base, which allows them to create these really just multiple movies just mm-hmm. over and over, you know? And for me, I just feel like I can't watch a movie that has seven movies. It's like yeah. the Harry Potter series. I'm not the biggest fan of it. I know a lot of people are huge Harry Potter fans, but I cannot watch all of those, and they're really long, too. It's like... Um, I kind of understand, like, series like that. Like, I know, obviously, with the Marvel movies, and there is, like, a Spider-Man 1, 2, and 3. So each of them, while they have the same characters, it's a different plot. Yeah. Which that, I can understand. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. Same thing with, like, like you said, Harry Potter has seven seven books, eight movies, and mm-hmm. each of them has, like, a different plot and a story, just the same characters. That mm-hmm. feels okay to me. I understand that. Um, it's when, like I like again, with Batman, because that's just what we've kind of been talking about and what first comes to mind is... I don't necessarily, again, haven't seen it, so, you know, I'm not 
Just a little maybe, bit biased. I thought this was her opinion. That's yeah, all. exactly. <laughs> this is, I'm not necessarily the go-to person to speak on this, but from what I sounds like, it just kind of sounds like the same plot just being redone in a new movie, mm-hmm. you know? So it's not necessarily, like, I get it. Like, I've heard the cinematography is great and the shots are great and mm-hmm. it's 2022 yeah, now. It's we have beautiful. fantastic cameras and editing skills that we can do and so many creative things compared to, like, the first movie yeah, from 100%. 1989 or whatever. Like, I understand that there's that part of it that can be, like, creatively upped and changed and stuff like that, but, you know? Yeah, no, the thing is, and then, in my opinion, it's like that Marvel series has 27 movies, but 27 movies of multiple of the same movies just remade in different years. And you're right, the whole cinematography thing is 100% true. It's beautiful. The scenes were probably beautiful, and mm-hmm. from what I've read online, they that's what people are saying but it's if like you can make 27 beautiful movies and most of them are remakes like imagine like the actual different kinds of movies they can create like i know marvel is like a franchise and that's what they focus on but if you think about it like they have such beautiful cinematography in all of their movies imagine if they just made a different kind of movie like the success that that could potentially have like i know the superhero movie or the superhero universe is so big there's a ton of comics and all that kind of stuff that I feel like, you know, did we need another Batman movie? Well, check it. Batman's DC, not Marvel. So don't, I, I know that. Don't correct me <laughs> on that part. But, you know, like, it's just that same kind of idea of, I know there's so many other storylines that we could be, like, looking into. Mm-hmm. Like, recently I heard, um, I think it's Marvel. I, again, I think it's Marvel, not DC. But they came out with, like, a Muslim female superhero. And that's, like, a whole representation thing, which is fantastic and should be definitely looked into. I don't know if they're making it into a TV series or movies, but I do know it is, in fact, a comic. So, like, something, like, to go into that or to, like... Oh, are you going I think her name is Kamala Khan. That sounds right. Um, yeah. We looked into her a little bit. I'm taking a rhetorics class and, like, just talking about, like, representation and intersectionality in movies and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Sandra just showed me a picture of her. But, yeah. Like, just that kind of, like, I know... Representation is super important. And then Disney's been do- doing that, too, and, like, trying to adapt and change and have the have different racial princesses and things like that. And I also, like, adaptation is so important and just exactly. adapting to the times. So, like, and- that's one other thing. Like, I think they're making a live-action Ariel, I think. Last time I heard... That was several years ago. I, but I know COVID probably delayed everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember that one bringing up a lot of contingency or whatever controversy because they casted ariel as a black woman yeah she's a mermaid <laughs> so she's fictional yeah. she doesn't have to be a redhead you know yeah, you know and it's it's not even like she's like a redhead she like legit has red hair red hair like I, she's not ginger she's, she's not she's literally, literally vedette red vedette red <laughs> like that's yeah. the comparison so it's like it doesn't matter mm-hmm. and people and the people who get upset and like mad about that are the people who are ignorant to the times yeah, and I feel like that's an area where I think the creativity does, like, is warranted with a remake. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, especially, it is 2022, you know, we need to see more diversity, more representation in film and in mm-hmm. media. So I think in that regards, um, I could see reasoning for a remake. Yeah. Um, I also know they're making a live action Snow White. Um She's, I think, supposed to be a German princess, another white woman, you know. Yeah. But they casted a Colombian woman to play yeah. her, which, again, it's a fairy tale, which I I get it. She's German, but there's also not, like, any German iconography or, 
Yeah, and it's again, it's a fairy tale. So most things are made up anyway. So who cares who you who's the what color the person is Mm -hmm. doing the role? You know what I mean? Like if they're good at what they're if they're good at the role, they're good at the role. Yeah. Which side note? I love that actress who's Mm going to play Snow White. Mm -hmm. I love her. She's fantastic. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's just like those in those situations. Which I guess, like again, I'm more of a Disney person. Obviously, this is why I know this stuff Mm -hmm. compared to like a Marvel person. So maybe Marvel is doing like all this cool stuff behind the works that I just haven't seen, and isn't like out in the public and hasn't been highly talked about yet. So I can't quite speak to that in that regard. But I can speak about the stuff that I know coming up. And I just feel like if Batman had been redone in that kind of sense, it would have made more sense to me personally. You know, if they had, which I think was something different with Catwoman this year. That might have been something to warrant. Well, okay. So when you were talking about like diversity and what Marvel is doing, honestly, um, there's been like a study done. There was a study done by um, Brigham Young University and found that until 2021, only 6.7 of characters in the M- in the Marvel universe were female, and according to Forbes, nearly 61% of superheroes featured in the films were white until 2018. Yeah, and so again, I understand that the with the demographics of Marvel fans mm-hmm. are typically male, so it makes sense to have mm-hmm. male superheroes because that's typically going to be our audience. Yeah. However, you cannot disregard the fact that you're also going to have female fans. Exactly. And that, you know, there is such a, especially with a difference of princesses in Disney movies compared to superheroes. In, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a completely like, different scenario. Like, yeah, it's like when, which I also think Disney needs to do better. Like, I think they have done, they've been working on this and making it better of um, taking princesses and not making them helpless or um, like giving them more of an arc than just finding love. Yeah. Which I think they've done a better job at. Mm -hmm. Do I think there could be a little more work? Obviously, I do think so. Yeah. Um, Going back to the point I made about the study, um, I also want to note that that is not connection to the comics. Mm -hmm. So the comics, um, the superheroes, it says in this um, article that they come from many different backgrounds, but mm-hmm. there's only a few who made it on the big screen. Yeah. So th- I don't want to disregard the comics because the comics are, in, according to this article, is are, are diverse oh, yeah. and come from different backgrounds, but it's just, that's just not the audience they're reaching. I don't know yeah. what it is. Well, there's also like, we have a lot of filtering that goes into media, of course. Yeah. Of and course. a lot of, you know, controversial opinions of mm-hmm. being gay is bad, so we don't want that on TV. Oh, yeah. Being white is good, so we want that on TV. You know, stuff like yeah. that. Because um, there's this really great series that ISU does. It's called Regicon. And they take um, a different superhero cinematic universe and, like, go through it and find the diversity, the intersectionality that they do a good job in the series with. Mm-hmm. So, like, for example, um, Black History Month is February. So they took a look at uh, uh, Black Panther, you know, and see how that does such a good job with... Um, black history and um, black representation, Mm -hmm. black culture, all that kind of stuff. Um, I actually did an interview about the, two years ago, the May one. Was it May? What, or what, April? I don't know. The month on, um, like, Pride Month, I guess, in a Mm -hmm. sense. I know Pride Month is June, but, like, obviously we don't have school in June. So Wasn't it, like, LGBTQ? There was, like, an awareness. I think that might have been it. Something something like like that. that. 
but they were focusing on X-Men, mm-hmm. which X-Men has a great diversity with um, sexuality, Yeah, which I didn't know that because I'm, you know, I don't follow X-Men very closely and I know that it's not a series that I think gets as much attention as like Spider-Man or Batman would. Yeah. But it's just like raising those voices and raising that kind of representation really needs to be a focus, I think, mm-hmm. for movies no, going I forward. Agree. Representation is super important. We live in a diverse world, and there's no reason to close off our doors to people just because they're different color than us. I never see it that way. For mm-hmm. me, like I, I, I've grew up to a point where I knew I've always create, formulated and created my own opinion that differed from people around me, and not differed from people around me, but I just was always affirmative in what I felt, and what I like said, and I never saw, I never would look at someone and think of them as a different color. It's just like not me. Like I don't, I, don't, I just if you're cool and I and you're nice to me like you're cool and you're nice to me like that's it so I really think the representation in movies is super important and re- they, they do a lot of remakes <clears throat> yeah and but I guess they do make a lot of money so I mean yeah it wasn't a flop that's why I'm like like I've heard so many good things about it but I also know that these good things are probably coming from Marvel fans who are dedicated to the universe and want to see it do well you know uh-huh. so they're gonna be a little biased to think positively of it I agree which is fine you know you love what you love i won't bash you for that in any regards but i think kind of going off of that we need to hold like film film crews and film businesses to a higher standard yes hold them accountable yeah and just you know seeing different accountable hold them accountable for the like understanding the world as it changes every day absolutely it's just like holding them accountable not necessarily to like um, oh my god, I'm like losing my train of thought. <laughs> like going, taking something that we may already have and spinning off of it to make it even more relatable to people. Yeah. You know, like, like I get it, like superheroes in general, they're like fantastical. They don't, to our knowledge, they don't really exist, you know? Yeah. But um, taking that and like already because so many people take that as a world to like go off on and like, not go off on. What's the word I'm looking for? Like, um, like you know how, like, with fantasy, people will take it and run with it, you know? Like, it's like their escapism. That's yeah. One, their escapism. Like, I get it that people don't necessarily want to have to think about these things yeah. because it's their escape and they're like, oh, race problems shouldn't have to deal with it in, the, yeah, it in, my, be, in my fake world, you know? Yeah, but at the end of the day, your fake world is also a real world and let's be realistic. Exactly. It's like those... While you, personally, those problems may disappear for you while watching that video, for other people, it doesn't, you know? Mm-hmm. And that that world that you're looking at, um, you're watching it in a world that is unfortunately contested with racial, sexual, um, ethnic problems. Oh, yeah. We deal so with we, it every day. Exactly. So we need to be conscious of it, is what I'm, what I'm trying to get at here. Yeah, definitely. Adapt to times. Mm-hmm. I understand that's what makes what's they this is what's making Marvel money, but at the end of the day, like you have you ever put into perspective if you'd like attempted to use it someone from a different background and like try to use them as a superhero or just even a different movie, they're so talented. Like Marvel should like create other movies. I understand it's all the superhero, but like branch off and, like they they can do it. Yeah, it's just I understand that like Marvel might be worried about like their fan base or mm-hmm. DC might be worried about their fan base being like, like I'll take a like a gay, having a gay superhero for example because with recently with all of the legislation that's been going around this country, 
with anti-trans legislation and the don't say gay bill in Florida right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Having that representation of people being like, I'm gay and it's okay. Yeah. Is so incredibly important for kids watching these. Because I know there are a lot of kids that watch. You know, you see like little preschoolers walking into preschool with a a Spider-Man backpack. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not saying. Like, if it's like going against like the creator's wishes, like obviously like that's a whole different issue. But like. For these upcoming new new superheroes that, like, future creators may want to dive into, it's definitely something they should think about. Yeah, because at that adolescence is where you just find out who you are and you find out those things. And children who are feeling that way and are most more times than not are keeping that to themselves. So if they see the represent, representation in the media, they can understand that it's okay to be mm-hmm. that way and not have to hide it. Exactly. It's just... It's just so important. And for people, for I would think when corporations are like, oh, what if this is bad? What if this is, affects our viewership in a negative way? For all those people that you're going to lose because their bigotry doesn't agree with that, you're going to gain so many more yeah. for people who now love and respect you because this is something that they've wanted forever and you're finally giving it to them. No, you're 100% right. That's That's... A perfect statement, because <laughs> that's so it's so incredibly true, so incredibly true. Those people who have that mindset aren't aren't people that you want to have to represent your media and your company. Yeah, it's like you know we see these like I guess these Karens you know who go viral on social media when yeah. like somebody has like a Black Lives Matter flag in their window or whatever and mm-hmm. be like you just lost my business. And then you see business leaders who are like, okay, I didn't want it, you know? Yeah. What, like, let's say one person leaving because they don't agree with that flag is going to bring in five more who do agree with the flag. Exactly. Exactly. Moral of the story here, representation is so important. And if you're going to redo several stories of the same kind of thing, like, I think you should try to find something different to, like, focus on. I To improve on, you know? Yeah. Cinematography is obviously one thing, but, you know, cameras are getting better. We know that. Yeah. And technology is always adapting. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to get people to adapt. Yeah. So it's just like, it all starts with you. Um, don't be ignorant. Um, mm-hmm. Understand that being having people around you that are, have come from diverse backgrounds will just make your life better. Will make the food in your life better. Will make <laughs> the presence in your life better. Like... Don't restrain yourself to talking to certain kinds of people just because of the way they look. Because yeah. we Who are want to be not educated. In this. Yeah. Also, learning edu- is yes. fun. Educate yourself. It's just so important. Mm-hmm. Is the moral of the story here? You know. Yes. All right. So that's going to wrap up today's episode of Tea Time. Once again, I'm your host Elizabeth Urban, one of the news editors at the Vedette. I'm your other host Sandra Sparza, a news and features reporter here at the Vedette, and we will catch you next time. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.